0: Anarchists, violent mobs, arsonists, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president
1: of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by God. You know the you know the thing. In the white room with black curtains. Here's a station.
0: Well, I kind of feel the same way. I'm so... I'm working so hard right now that I feel... Um, I feel overwhelmed by everything going on. And the Biden administration, in a lot of ways, has turned up the fascism that I was worried about in the Trump administration to, like, 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the time I had during the Trump administration to just, like, sit and watch and, and piece it all together and say... And look at the big picture and almost feel empowered to fight against it through understanding it because right now I feel just overwhelmed by the the speed at which <laughs> we're accelerating towards like l- literally McCarthyism level shit. I, I really, it's just happening yeah. so fast and uh, I I almost don't even feel like I've had the time to wrap my m- mind around it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just
0: had like the
1: opportunity to see like these different like headlines and stuff that's like Oh, Biden is doing this horrible fascist thing, you know, and I'm just like, oh, fucking great that, you know, somebody yeah. will come get me soon, you know. That's <laughs> kind of
0: yeah, no, like uh, yeah. yeah, and I, I, well, yeah, it does feel like there's this impending doom, yeah. right? Like, oh shit, like yeah. how are they gonna do it? It's sort of my
1: like reality that I've come to. Like, are they just gonna come grab us at some point?
0: Yeah, and then just take us to wherever the fuck. <laughs> Well, I think I think it'll look like, you know, what has happened in a lot of other countries before, or at least this is what people are pushing for. And I mean, on early episodes, we literally played, you know, police chiefs that were directly calling for this. But they want people to be warehoused. They want people to be interned. Um, And I I guess for our listeners, you know, I realize we get DMs and people will be like, hey, you guys reference this. What are you talking about? Um, and I realize I feel like we don't do enough exposition on this show. Sometimes we just like talk about yeah. shit. But what we're referencing specifically is something that happened. We're recording this in our early, a little after July Fourth. But something, two events that happened going into the Fourth of July, where Biden asked the American citizens to report on their family members that might be radicalized, mm-hmm. um, and and turn them into the government. And then a couple days later, Facebook sent out notifications to people who are friends with people they've deemed as extremists and said, Hey, you may have been exposed to extremist content. Um, if you know anybody who's been radicalized or like, you know, if you know someone who's an extremist, you know, report them here. Like there was this Facebook thing that came out. So there's both of these two things, um, that come in conjunction with just this like media onslaught about, Oh my God, the crime's so bad. We need to empower the police state, and just this media cycle from both ends of the political spectrum, that's just throwing everyone into like this crazy panic where everyone's terrified of like the outside world, and it's not and it's not just Republicans like how and you know what's funny you know Republicans are always um, are always 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 terminally petrified of the outside world. That's kind of like their whole ideology is that like the barbarians are constantly at the gates. But what's funny is, you know, the liberal media, I think, has now created the perfect uh, barbarian to be at their gates, which is this this bearded Duck Dynasty QAnon shaman guy who wants who's really upset about the liberals and he wants to blow up a school like, you know, there's this idea of this like white nationalist terrorist and these things that have been crazy dramatized about, you know, January 6th, which we've not downplayed on the show. We've talked repeatedly about how, like, an actual coup attempt and a coup against what—and the fact that there just would be a coup against any left-wing government that democratically was elected in this country. What we saw that day was not a coup, but, like, uh, 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 whatever the fuck it was. There's a million different theories. It was—it was— bullshit it was it was nothing ashley babbitt people are like cheering on her fucking death she was like unarmed like what what the fuck she didn't have a plan to go yeah, yeah. who is she gonna kill like do? she was
1: just running in there to yell at somebody and,
0: and yeah then, like, exactly
1: leave. that's kind
0: of what it was yeah and got and got fucking domed by a federal yeah. agent and people are like Woo-hoo! yeah like fuck yeah. fuck off like you, you're you're no better than that uh at all if you're supporting the fucking state execution of your political enemies you congrats you're a fascist like i don't know what the fuck to tell you um and i don't know it's just fucking gross and over the fourth of july holiday you saw fucking there was like a guns rights demonstration which like whatever Like, uh, I don't really have a strong fucking take on, like, whether people should be allowed to carry guns on the Capitol property or not. It is wild that they were allowed to, but when you think about it, it's for a fucking reason, and probably a pretty good one. And maybe things would be a lot better if politicians actually were scared of the people that they're supposed to be serving. And, like, but now we have a situation where guns are banned on the Capitol property, people are cheering that on. And then the gun rights activists that go and stand out there with guns, which, you know, I am certain... They were fascists and pricks and Nazis and racists out of a lot of them. But the people there who were genuine gun rights activists, which I'm sure there were, were then slandered in the media as being like, exactly what I'm talking about, the new liberal barbarian at the gate, the white nationalist Trumpy MAGA uprising, storming. And then the police are doing these fucking huge march demonstrations around the Capitol in full riot gear with batons. And it's like, it's it, it, they've completely eliminated whatever like a fucking illusion of freedom existed and they're doing it on purpose as a projection of power which we've talked about endlessly on this fucking show yeah i
1: mean it's pretty wild that they just like are out in ride gear just you know marching
0: encircling monuments yeah, like, and shit like what i saw what a video the of them like marching around literally a thing called the peace monument damn <laughs>
1: yeah what yeah. the fuck yeah <laughs> Right, like Man, what, what is this shit going to like I'm just so worried in a in a way and anxious, I like know like, I know. But like if, if they're doing that in major cities, I'm just wondering when it comes down to like you know because <laughs> it's eventually gonna trickle down, it's gonna be everywhere well, in a sense,
0: yeah of- so I, I kinda I kind <clears> of <throat> think what what's what's almost a scarier outcome because I kind of don't think it will, I kind of think what's a scarier outcome is that. The state itself doesn't want to um, embolden a resistance and embo- embolden uh, people to fight back against it by interning its radicals, fighting them directly, murdering them, and creating martyrs. I think I think that would be a mistake for the government. What I think they want to do is empower citizens to act as almost vigilantes that aren't associated with the government. So there's no clear thing to push back at in the way like uh, you could push back against a police state or a repressive government because it's just these almost lone wolf actors, but it still is able to contribute to this narrative of be terrified of the looming white supremacist threat, which they're now just going to throw anything populist under that label and it's just all getting thrown together and it fucking adds to their own argument where they're like oh they all just call us well, they dismiss us and it's like they they talk all, all day about wanting to unite in the in the marketplace of ideas but the portrayal in the media of like what these ideas are is so purposefully fucking skewed uh and it's fucking it's it's the same shit that they do to us and i'm not trying to sing the fucking song for these fucking uh these nazi weirdos i'm not trying to play the tiny violin for them or whatever but like we have to like actually stand up for them too and not let everyone just get fucking so terrified that they're just scared into letting the government do whatever the fuck it wants
1: there's gotta be some sort of pushback to let us know that you know that we will at least stand up for you know not having our rights completely blown away
0: yeah yeah and on top of that we have to know that like like, they're going to use this... And that's that's why I almost kind of believe the fact that, like... There are people who think the QAnon thing is a psyop. Which, like... It's great. It, it, it's It's almost like Operation Mindfuck in the 70s... When they created the whole conspiracy theory... The CIA about the Illuminati. They said, oh, you know... Let's put these articles in Playboy and Popular magazines about the Illuminati... And let's let this catch on. And it's an insane conspiracy theory... And then it's going to discredit conspiracy theories for decades to come. And it fucking worked. Look at, like, anyone who tries to analyze, like, Jay-Z's fucking wealth imbalance and, and flexing. You go on YouTube, it's like, Jay-Z Illuminati? Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's all that yeah. shit. Like, it's totally derailed. And in a lot of ways, I think QAnon <clears throat> sprung out of, you know, in many ways it was a way at first of coping with Trump not locking up the pedophiles. That was the whole thing. Like Trump was going to go after Hillary Clinton. So all these people that needed a way to explain, because they really believed that Trump was on their side, you know, and they needed something to explain why Trump wouldn't go after them without clearly noticing, oh, Trump's also in bed with these fucking power structures too. So what do they do? They come up with this whole alternate explanation of the world, but it really became a great way of discrediting anybody who was, interested in Jeffrey Epstein. Like if you talk about Jeffrey Epstein now, oh, you're a QAnon crazo. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um <clears throat> y- yeah, it totally discredits people who like actually want to fight against the fact there is institutionalized pedophilic abuse. That's like not a fucking joke. And like, and now that's been trivialized by this. And then the ultimate fuck you is to convince all these fucking losers to storm the capital, to then get an increased police state and surveillance state to go after the actual threats of the government that would fight it for the right reasons. It's fucking brilliant. And no fucking wonder that the leaders of this movement are fucking from the military, PSYOP division, literally, and getting their fucking vacations approved to go to Mexico. Like, because they're fucking feds. Like, I literally think that there's some credence to that theory. And if not, just like how fucking people try to say the the fucking COVID's a conspiracy, but really it's just that capital always fucking wins. Like, with January 6th, capital fucking wins. These people had no fucking plan. All they did was make shit worse for fucking everybody else and fucking set freedom back ten notches. Because that's just what had the responses to fucking everything. That's just as easy of an explanation, too. Yeah. Ma'am.
1: That's, that's, that's wild, dude. I, 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 I don't
0: know how to, like, phrase it. For me. And I just think about if Trump was doing this thing about, like, report your extremist family members, or Facebook was doing that during the Trump administration, about, like, people posting fucking uh, love wins memes. Fucking, like, motherfuckers would be posting... Hashtag I'm an extremist. Like like fuck Trump. Yeah. Like pull, grab this. Like fuck. It,
1: it, it. Extremist e-girls would be everywhere. It's shit like
0: yeah. no, like no, bro. It, it, it's fucking I, I, like it's so wild. And since it's Biden, it's just like radio fucking silence. Yeah, well, the, generally, then, like,
1: interest it, in politics just went down entirely because everybody's like, oh, Cheeto Man's out of there. We really don't have to you know do anything you know everybody's just tuned out i think that's a
0: major i think that's a major instinct but why wouldn't you tune out when when the media just wants to talk about these insane things no one cares about and these culture wars no one cares about and it's nothing real or tangible like materially to your life why the fuck not tune out i can't blame people for that i think that's like a natural fucking response and on top of that they want you there they want you just vaguely tuned in enough to uncritically accept their bullshit at least enough of it to think that this shit needs to continue going and like that's that it's a great place to have everyone in i think and it's a place that now that i'm like working more i feel myself slowly sliding into because it's hard to fucking take in all the information and critically process it all it fucking just is it's too much it's happening so fast and then what's fucking crazy is we all rely on the media to set the narrative because we can't set it ourselves. We need to rely on the, our betters to tell us what's important and what to worry about. And I don't feel that impulse as strongly as other people do, but it's still something I got to fight against. But then I look at other people and I look at the anger and the fury over George Floyd and how that just got completely fucking extinguished. And it's literally like, oh, the media fucking hyped that all up as an anti-Trump thing. And now that Trump's out of there, we don't fucking care anymore. And literally last night, the girl who fucking filmed George Floyd being murdered, her uncle was murdered by the fucking Minneapolis police. What? Did you hear about this? Yeah. Right after the Jarek Chauvin sentencing. Tell me that's not retribution. Tell me that's not payback.
1: Dude, what, like, what was the circumstances like? I mean, it doesn't really matter Apparently, what the they fucking were, circumstances is, but still, like they
0: were they were pursuing they were pursuing another suspect, and he got like killed or ran over in the process. Oh my god, dude, what? And that's the oh sto- shit, yeah, that's the story. Yeah. Ugh. Yep, and 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 but now the media isn't gonna make everyone pissed about yeah. that. They're just gonna they're just gonna keep. They're just gonna write articles in the New York Times about it's morning in Joe Biden's America. A new sun is rising. Yeah, fucking and and, and people are just
1: even though it was like he wasn't directly involved in this shit. You see how just like the police are reckless (laughs) and like they have the capacity to kill anybody at any point, you know, just by being at the wrong place in the wrong time. Regardless, like that's like sort of nuts that that just happens in general.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like I'm sure it'll be talked about somewhat. But 100% the police story about what happened is going to be accepted uncritically without even offering any explanation. And also the narrative in the media, like we're talking about, is that the, the police have been defunded. The police are on their toes. The rhetoric against them is so bad that they're worried and they're not doing anything. When the reality of it is they've gotten bolder and more violent and more at war with their fucking populace than ever. That's what's happened, especially under the Biden administration. Because they know that there's if there's not, they knew there wasn't going to be accountability under Trump, and then they tested enough of the waters under the fucking liberals and realized there's not going to be accountability there either. So now they're just fucking, they're going hog fucking wild. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, all the propagandists, the police unions, all the fucking million dollar players in the fucking law enforcement industry, they know that they've won the fucking information war and that they have all the politicians on both sides by the balls, and yet they brilliantly play the victim at the same time. It's a fucking, it's fucking something to be astounded at. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. They got the pretty much the access to all media, you know, and are able just to spin yeah. the story however they want to, and, and just set yeah. the narrative.
0: And then uh, the best fucking example of this um, is the LAPD fucking setting off a fucking firework nuke in the middle of a fucking residential black neighborhood, like literally in the middle of a lower income neighborhood, they fucking filled up a truck with what they reported as like, I think fucking like 5,000 pounds of fireworks and then the ATF comes out and is like, yeah, no way that was 32,000 pounds of fireworks (laughs) and then holy shit, (laughs) yeah, and they filled the truck up with it and blew it the fuck up it literally destroyed houses, an explosion in the middle of a neighborhood. Literally what would be easily deemed a terrorist attack. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. li- on fucking purpose in the middle of a... And then the best part is they pin it on the dude that they seized the fireworks from. And the media is uncritically reporting it as, like, guy on trial this morning in connection with firework explosion. When you literally... Like, there's endless proof that the LAPD literally lit this shit on fire than then fuck themselves. Yeah, and,
1: and decided to blow this shit up in the middle of the street. That's yeah. pretty fucking. And bad. like I didn't oh know it fireworks are unsafe. Much fucking, that like 32,000 pounds of fireworks or whatever.
0: Yeah. And so uh someone on Twitter said that that miscalculation means that the LAPD miscalculated its haul by the weight of 14 white rhinos. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Just, just for a figure, and the media reports it. Yeah. And the media just yeah, reports it. Like, right, I guess we gotta,
1: we gotta rock with this, you know. Got... Yeah, it's fucking crazy, yeah.
0: insane. I really don't know. I just, I don't know. I just don't fucking. Know. <laughs> How do
1: we combat... How do we just combat them fucking up that bad by their own stupidity? It's
0: How do we combat that fucking... too? Like it's. Just... <laughs> it's fucking crazy and then the worst is there's like polls now coming out that show a majority of voters actually want to like do the defund the police shit as far as like shifting public safety money away from cops to do like you know fucking civil officers social workers EMTs all that shit mm. and fucking the media narrative is the exact inverted opposite and it it's like people are terrified they hate defund the police it's unpopular it's unpopular and, and the Democrats are, like, 100% just going the fuck along with it. And it literally is, like, people joke, oh, copaganda. Like, no, there's, like, a real copaganda campaign that the liberals are playing into and the media. And when they uncritically report, se- oh, yeah, it was seven tons and this fucking random Hispanic dude fucking caused the explosion, they're just building these fucking – like, uh, I I don't and, – and, and you're right. Like, I, I don't really know how to combat it. I really don't. Defund entirely. I think entirely. there's – and, abol- and I yeah. think that's what people want to do. Like the poll show that's what people want to yeah. do. But the media, which sets the narrative and what people believe because they don't have the time to figure it out themselves, is telling them otherwise. Is telling them that that's what they don't want. And we see how powerful that is. I saw how powerful that is with Bernie. Every door I knocked, oh, yeah, I agree with it, but it's too radical because the media told them that but I'd never met the, the person who was like, yeah, I think that's too radical. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, like I never, there was one guy, like, you know, I knocked on so many doors, like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, fuck. it's fucking nuts. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
1: You want to know another crazy thing that happened pretty recently? I don't know if we talked about it already, but the, the dude who put the, the Ku Klux Klan note on the black officer's desk, and, and oh my shit, god! Yeah, in
0: yeah, fucking Ohio, in yeah. fucking Ohio, yeah, it's like yeah.
1: crazy. Like you could be a black cop and still just
0: be <laughs> just <sighs> fucking horribly racist. <laughs> Bro, imagine how alone you feel. <laughs> Like,
1: most people already hate you, and, and then you have the, all of the people that you work with and supposed to have a brotherhood with, you know, a thin blue line, and, yeah. and you kind of outside of that thin blue line, but you, you know, that must suck.
0: Bro, one time at a protest, I saw a black woman get out of her wheelchair to call this black officer the C-word. Like, she stood up... So- no, I'm being, I'm being dead serious. This woman... Got like slowly got out of her wheelchair to say it right in this man's face. And imagine being that dude. And you think you got solidarity with your coworkers, and you go to work one day, and the police chief leaves a fucking KKK note on your jacket. Like,
1: who who do you have left? (laughs) Nobody.
0: Absolutely. That's fucking horrifying. That's really. That's actually so fucking horrifying. I like. That's like the. That's the worst guy to be that's oh, yeah. like
1: that's like like
0: oh, god but man I, I, I don't even yeah, fucking
1: what do you, you even say that?
0: <laughs> if I knew we were gonna talk about this too I would've done a little digging cause I am certain that there are people in Ohio who are like Bring our police chief back. He's a good <laughs> <Yeah>. man. He
1: <Like, laughs> didn't do nothing wrong. It was
0: just a joke. <laughs> no, like I know. I'm, I'm, I'm certain. There's like a Facebook group. Like bring him back. Like, I'm I, I'm certain. I'm
1: certain. <laughs> oh my lord! I'm trying to find the fucking the picture. Uh, yeah, but but it's pretty wild
0: yeah um and speaking of the media uh just uncritically reporting like police shit which we've talked about endlessly um molly conger on fucking twitter did some really good research and found uh that fucking the new york post not only is in direct communication with the police and the police union but right-wing propagandists and like literal right-wing street bullies to get their side of the story first and like out in the media at all times um And a a little, like, a little bit more about this is that, basically, three days ago, they did an article about women swipe and burn thin blue line flag from Brooklyn business video. And then there's, like, all this context around the video where, like, the business owner, who literally sounds like Nick Mullen's account, like, New York City Guido voice, who's, like, calling them, like, you know, the F word and this, that, and the third, like, you know, just, like, all, all this shit. And, like, literally... The New York Post, the day it fucking happens, basically, has his side of the story printed with, like, none of what he did or said or the fact that he pushed and bullied someone in the article, but just entirely uncritically his side of the story without reaching out to the people that it happened to. And then the headline is just them burning his flag, which literally happened, like, after the fucking altercation. And then there's there's just no context around any of this. And so then she dug up that fucking... Uh, there's a YouTube video posted by the brother of the guy who, whose restaurant this happened at, who was bullying these guys that burned the mm-hmm. flag. And then he said that his brother is the president of the Brooklyn Tea Party and is a campus police officer at Brooklyn College. And this – get this. This is the wildest part of this whole thing. Volunteers as an auxiliary officer with the NYPD. Dude, I didn't know that that existed until yeah, today. Yeah, you, that like there are. Volunteer
1: police officers, auxiliary police officers. Yeah. People that just want to abuse people in the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: bro, think about the type of dude. I can't even, like, bro, I can't even wrap my mind around a type of dude that wants to do, like, unpaid NYPD grunt Yeah. Work. Could you fucking imagine? Nah,
1: I could not at all.
0: but you know what that's what fucking Kyle Rittenhouse was he was like a volunteer cop in training and wanted to be a cop and like got rejected and shit that's like his story and what we were talking about earlier about how the state just wants people to be deputized and like their own individual vigilantes so there's nothing for like people to fight against there's just these weird individual lone wolves Mm -hmm. you know that they can use to fucking as a boogeyman and like still
1: condemn and just be like oh hands off it's not us you know and just, yeah and no literally do...
0: or sometimes not even condemn in the case of Kyle Rittenhouse yeah, yeah. like, really, like a lot of our government was like he did the right thing he's a good yeah, boy the mob like, just you know. got
1: to him and he was he was just defending yeah. himself and he, yeah
0: know. which which as we've said a million times I feel like a broken record but imagine if Democrats rode for us that hard yeah but
1: they they would never but yeah
0: I think I, I think that's I think that's what almost concerns me more Is that something you were talking about earlier about? It's almost like, how are they going to come for us and when? I don't know that the state is. I think they're just going to keep emboldening these fascists while claiming to fight against them. And then what's brilliant about it, the more you embolden the fascists and you cause things like January 6th and these lone wolf events to happen, the more you can convince the idiot fucking liberals to support a larger surveillance state, larger police state, increased fucking quote-unquote domestic terrorism extremism laws and then boom you can you have both a fascist apparatus and a police state apparatus to go after the communists with and if you really get our fucked you have them work in tandem and you have them coup a real left-wing government yeah. but this time it was fucking joe biden not a socialist and and just the idiots who still thought he was showed up if, if if it was if he was a socialist it would have been fucking Goldman Sachs paid for mercenary armies allegedly not that Goldman Sachs is mercenary I don't like don't sue me <laughs> Goldman Sachs but, but, but you get
1: the point allegedly uh, I need to make a sound effect we just need a little
0: <laughs> and we made the point a million times but you know just for our listeners like it there was something that happened months about in October um, going into the election, where all these right-wing, Wall Street big super PAC groups moved all their money to t- t- supporting Joe Biden. A lot of the institutionalized power got behind supporting Joe Biden to the point where there were right-wing whistleblowers who like left these super PACs to be like, "We've been betrayed." They're they're giving them like you know and like blow blow the whistle on fucking right-wing super PACs giving money to Joe Biden. But like the institutional support was behind him getting elected. What happened on January sixth? was a fucking mistake and was just the idiots who who didn't get the memo that Joe Biden wasn't actually a socialist and that actually we were team Joe Biden because that's where all the fucking institutionalized money is all the fucking Nazi money all the fucking slave money that's that's what that's all behind and like and and that's what that when you ask what we're up against that's what we're up
1: against yeah. uh, against uh, and I don't I don't know against a very very powerful state apparatus
0: yeah, and I wish it was as simple as like what fucking the British government did to the fucking Irish in the seventies, where they just like rounded everyone up and, and turned them all in the same prison, <laughs> let them like, like like you know like like I don't think our government's that dumb, yeah, you know? Yeah. They're gonna slowly chip away at all of us, which they've been effectively doing for a decade since Ferguson. The, the real leaders, the people who really want a reckoning with for these problems, have been fucking picked off and assassinated by both this police state and the extremists, which why the fuck even differentiate the two?
1: Damn. Yeah. Makes, you, makes you think. Makes you really think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try not to. I, I'll say that much. It's because it's really... You know, I'm just at this point where it's like I just wanna, want be left the fuck alone, man. I don't wanna, I don't wanna deal with this. Yeah. shit. I really just. But wanna, then we... I want to be able to speak my mind freely and like not be worried about like, fucking Z- my my deranged aunt calling Joe Biden on me. Yeah, you know, like, or some I, shit like just, that.
1: Yeah. No, but actually.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a, and it just feels like this thing. Where if I went back to even 2016, like, during the Hillary Clinton-Trump election and said that this is where it was going and, like, this is how they were going to treat Bernie supporters, you know, and this is where things were going to go, I would be shocked. I would have – I would, like – because it just – I really used to believe we lived in, like, a – like, I just had no idea the powers that be in the gears and the machinery until I – sat and watched what it did over the past half a decade and that's what makes me so concerned is that it really took so much attention that now i don't have as someone who works a longer schedule like and and how the fuck can you expect people to like seed through this shit yeah when all they get is like little tidbits that they just accept some of even if they accept most critically you accept some enough of it uncritically that it just you know it becomes uh it becomes it becomes subconsciously what you think is true yeah. and and then the worst part is then you also have the other side of that with the vouchites and the academics Ugh. who. Uncritically accept a lot of information. Yeah,
1: uncritically accept and, a lot of information and blame China for fucking everything. And think China is so yeah. much fucking worse than than the US and <laughs> China, everything's gonna be a China China ethnostate, yada yada yada, what the fuck ever, man. It's so yep. weird. China bad. China bad, dude. <laughs> literally.
0: Yeah. And oh. uh and and it's so clear. I mean, we called it out when it was first happening when people were trying to like was to use the uyghur genocide as like a litmus test as to how leftist you were oh you're not a real leftist if you don't denounce the uyghur genocide in china which was like so weird um and now you see Vouch being uplifted by these mainstream outlets more and more of them and these mainstream thinkers and neocons like cigar and tej and and fucking what is he arguing two days ago um Yeah, we can't withdraw from Afghanistan because if we do that, it'll just create a power vacuum that China will fill. And if we imagine Chinese boots on the ground in Afghanistan, how bad that would be. I don't know, would it be as bad as the past two decades yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. what, like, yeah, well, know, and who's to pure... say China's
1: gonna yeah, go exactly. there exactly if we're not gonna do imperialism then who will <laughs> it's basically yeah.
0: the argument you know? no. Like. yeah no it's like it, it's so fu- it's so clear that they needed to make the China point China needs to be bad that's a fundamental part of their whole thing because that's how you then get to push neocon talking yeah. points because without China as this looming threat that's just gonna be wor- that's we yeah we're bad but but we're not as bad as them so we got to keep being bad and be good at yeah. it like without that what the fuck argument do you have as a big smart big brain you have none and of course it's so smart to poses i'm a reasonable socialist but i just i just disagree with every successful socialist state that's ever existed like it, it's so br- it's so fucking brilliant yeah
1: it's so weird because like I almost like fell for the trap a little bit whenever I first heard about Bosch I saw a couple good videos and mainly it was like bashing like right wingers and I was like oh this guy is like kind of cool and I sent you a couple videos but then it's just time has gone along I feel like it's just sort of strung on and on into this like the horrible like getting more and more you know democratic and falling in line with the democratic party it all started with like the whole well, like, joe biden like joe biden is the only acceptable candidate type shit you know
0: <laughs> well so that's what's funny i think i think in and in, in not to just focus yeah. on him and it is funny because i do remember when he was first getting popular you were like oh check this dude out and at first i had like no issue yeah. with him it wasn't until i saw him uh he fought this dude um this black activist whose name i'm forgetting um, who, and and literally was like, oh, you're going to come on my show and do the whole gangster thing just because he like argued with him, which was like racist as fuck. Um, and so that just turned me off. And then all the clips started coming out of all the crazy shit he'd say as he gained more popularity. And that was weird. And then it came out, you know, as Beverly Hills-ass fucking parents, yeah. you know, all and this out to... Although not that that's, like, disqualifying, but it shows he has, like, media connections and, like, you know, he there's a reason he's the number one dude, you yeah. know, um, for this for this bread tube, whatever you want to call it. I like calling it fed tube. <laughs> but it's it wasn't just him. It was so many people. And I think the real split was, in the face of the largest uprising, really, that we've seen in fucking decades... People that were trying to throw water on the fire and say, hey, we need to cool down, we need to fall in line, we need to defeat Trump, and we'll worry about it later. And there were a lot of people who I think really were liberals, but know that in their – like it's just – it's clear where the tides are turning. In the same way Andrew Yang po- for, you know, uh, posed himself as like a fucking – progressive people started to do that themselves they're like oh yeah i'm a leftist but i'm just a, more of a reasonable one and i want to do this that and the third and i think people on the left there's this tendency there's this overcorrection to this real tendency of like i just want socialism to be fucking a fringe thing forever so it's for me and my cool friends because that's a real tendency on the left and i think there's this overcorrection to be like we're a big tent everybody's in the big tent and so many of these people who really weren't committed to, like, a working-class movement that challenged capital and really just wanted to be more progressive than Joe Biden, which, congrats, you're just not a Republican. Yeah, that doesn't, exactly, like yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, and, but these people who really are in no way committed to challenging the power structures that a lot of them benefit from are now calling themselves leftists because it is fucking trendy. It is, which is a good thing. But then I think there's this tendency to, to like, overcorrect for the people on the left who really don't want it to be trendy, which is self-destructive. But as it it becomes trendy, we need to have real reckonings and real cullings and real looking around and going – Whoa! These people are not leftists. Look at what they're arguing for, and there needs to be us actually purging ourselves of people who are like gonna f- literally argue against Biden pulling troops out of Afghanistan. That's fucking crazy. Could you imagine? Like, yeah. could you imagine being a leftist and being against yeah.
1: that? I could not at all. It just doesn't shit the principle whatsoever. You know?
0: Yeah, and and just all these people who are quote unquote leftists. Who are like, well, I think the Biden administration has been better than the alternative. And that's just so – it's because of this media apparatus that just – I mean there's no narrative about the class war against us right now. There's no narrative about this crackdown on extremism, this crackdown on thought, this actual like – this actual targeting of political opponents, both right wing and left wing but using the right wing as a scapegoat. There's no media narrative about this. Yeah. And even the shit, even Julian Assange and shit like that, just because it challenges the Obama administration and, 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 and you know, incriminates them a little bit, it fucking came out that the, one of the main people that testified at his trial lied and, like, admitted to it. And fucking, it almost invalidates Julian Assange's whole imprisonment and the U.S. media is silent on it. Wow. and And it, they 100% just set the fucking narrative. Yeah.
1: And most people don't even know, like... <laughs> who julian assange is honestly and like there's yeah no- so let's give
0: context on that i guess because yeah. yeah i'm, I'm really I feel, I feel bad we have been getting more like people will dm's like oh you said this like what is this you, like because i feel like we'll just zoom yeah. through shit but yeah for people who don't know i'm sure a lot of you do but like julian assange was like in charge of WikiLeaks, which mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of you know but if you don't it was this website that had all the government leaks it was where the hillary clinton email leaks went which is i think really one of the main things that liberals hate him for and the reason why the media just ignores him but it was like the collateral damage video was a really big deal and julian assange leaked that he put everything on what was the collateral but it was shit
1: What, what was that
0: collateral damage video um was it was a video of a drone strike that was ordered by Barack Obama that just, like, massacred a bunch of civilians. Oh, yeah, and you yeah, literally, yeah, yeah, And you literally had the video, the drone video of them just, like, purposefully targeting unarmed civilians. Yeah. Um, and so that was, like, blew a major hole in a lot of the lies that the Obama administration was telling. Um, and, and just so many things that he exposed about the State Department and about power in this country and pissed off a lot of the wrong people. And then it was little things... Like the fact that you could suss out where one of the electrical grid pipes on the East Coast is through the documents that were leaked, which like, oh yeah, China in the cover of night is going to come cut off the electricity of the United States. Like, to what end? Yeah. Like, why? Like, well, you know, like, but it's like, oh, they they revealed secrets to the enemy. Yeah. And so he's being tried under, like, the treason and espionage shit, um, and and if you look at a picture of him he's literally being like starved to death and held in in jail you listen to interviews with his fiancee it's terribly sad he was a journalist and he reported things that were exposed to him um and information that we should all have as civilians and stuff that's been really illuminating about the u.s government and we wouldn't be where we are now with popular support for demilitarization and getting out of the middle east if it wasn't for him so he's he's going to save millions of lives and uh and and you know and I think he's someone who's willing to give his life in the process of that. He shouldn't have to. Yeah. We should all be doing everything we can to fight to free him and 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 not have him. Uh, you know, um, what's even the word when you get uh, deported or expedited? What's the fucking extradited. word? Uh, extradited. There expedited. Extradited. Uh, <laughs> expedited. Expedited Sorry, It's
1: like the same thing, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, fucking. But yeah, if he comes to if he that he comes to the U.S., he's fucking finished. Yeah. He's gonna die. Um, and so, you know, there's It's pretty fucked Yeah, it's pretty so fucked. free
1: Julian Assange And uh, his yeah. work And thank you for, you know Being yeah. a great journalist And being an actual journalist And not this fake bullshit yeah. that we see out here, you know
0: Yeah, yeah That's real. And I think what people are most pissed about Is him leaking all the uh, Podesta emails But like, listen and, and, and people really always in bed with Russia, la 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 if you reveal something that's true it's not political it's not and and what people got from that was that hillary clinton was corrupt and they didn't want to vote for her hillary clinton shouldn't have been corrupt it's not julian assange's (laughs) sin but the way liberals view it is that like julian assange is the reason trump got elected not that hillary clinton is responsible for her own actions (laughs) and that's what's and and that's really what just it's so illuminating about the liberal mindset cuz they hate the person who fucking pulls the curtain back more than they hate the fucking wizard of oz like every fucking time yeah. uh and it's it's just and and yeah and that's who they blame for spoiling the fucking fun not the fucking person that fucking made the whole fucking show run in the first place and 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 and, and until we have a reckoning with that and like you said earlier i don't know i don't know what that really would look like but it's i don't know you know and, and it but it comes from speaking the truth and not being intimidated and the other thing with these extremist things with joe biden going after extremists i just want to say to like all our listeners i don't think they're that dumb like i said i don't think they're gonna yeah they're making a list and checking it twice i don't think they're gonna come round up the extremists and do some shit that would actually get people on our side i don't think they're trying to create a whole lot of martyrs yeah I think what they're trying to do is get people to police their language, watch what they say, watch what they post, and quiet the fuck down because they don't like what people have been saying over the past two years and since COVID started. Mm -hmm. And the best thing we could fucking do right now is not let them get in our heads and and to keep acting like we live in a free country until we do. And and that and and, you know and like Julian Assange is willing to sacrifice for that in the process, everyone should be willing to be because this is the the dying roar of humanity. They are trying to make us all into fucking inhuman machine fucking driven by technology disgusting motivated by our insecurity fucking aspirational dickwads and and the second we become that and the second we lose our humanity and the second we become people who resent everything human about ourselves and only want to self-improve to purge the humanity out of us and resent every reminder of humanity and every homeless person we come across and if, we'll, we will begee that in fifty years, and and all the people who aren't that will be purged as fucking extremists. We are headed to that, but only if we shut the fuck up, yeah. <laughs> and only if we let them get in our head. And and, and 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 that's why it's really important right now that we don't and we don't let them win. And if they do kick everybody off of fucking social media, good. Yes. <laughs> go, go go fucking yell at people in real exactly. life. Let's get outside. Let's go. Let's protest more. Mm. Let's do do everything. And I'm not talking the protests that they want us to have that do nothing. I'm talking real disruption. And that's and, and that's exactly what they don't want us to be doing. And that is why they're pouring as much money and resources and propaganda into the police state as they fucking can right now. Because they want to make sure that the next social uprising, the next time that the government makes an egregious, overstep fucking mistake, which they do almost every fucking day, and the next time it goes viral. Because guess what? The media can set the narrative some of the time, but sometimes they can't control it. And sometimes things go viral that they didn't intend to. So they're just trying to be ready for the next uprising. And I think... We just have to be just as fucking ready. That's really, that's really the yeah. main thing.
1: Because uh, we, w- any uprising will be met with uh, everything, all that fucking gear, all those fucking new technologies of how they're gonna, you know, combat protests and information. And, and yeah, you know what's crazy? While well, we're talking about like information, you know, the NYPD put the fucking uh, the game truck out this week. Yeah, Isn't that fucking crazy. Yeah. How they can just yeah. grab fingerprints off of teenagers and try and nab them for crimes or match shit up in a database, really yeah. just to catch people up.
0: No, it, and you're yeah. right. It's it's a lot of it's it's an information more not just in the sense of, oh, what the media is saying, mm-hmm. what what the what the narrative is but in that they literally have information on everyone and there's a surveillance state that is only being expanded. What's hilarious about the game truck, I'm so glad you brought it up, is that, yeah, of course, naturally, they're taking facial recognition, they're taking the fingerprints, they're getting everyone in a database, but they don't even need to fucking do all that. Dude, they literally had an NYPD officer detective come into my class to, like, talk with us, and then as part of the exercise... Oh, and by the way, this was, like... In the, the like academically advanced class it was like six or seven smart kids or whatever and they're like oh yeah fill out this worksheet put your fingerprint on it sign your name and hand it back to us so the NYPD detective literally came into our school, what? came into like the gift, came into the gifted class, and like talked to us about being a detective. Took all our fingerprints and dipped And I like it reminded me of that. And and I'm like, holy shit, they just did that. And yeah, they have <laughs> had my fingerprints, and I was like, yeah, I like I like hadn't even remembered <laughs> oh that. But it reminded me like yeah. So like, they don't even need a fucking video game truck, bro. Teachers will just like let them come into school. Yeah. Oh, it's but a I, what I find fingerprint, really fingerprint. Yeah. Yeah, no, like they're literally like, oh, yeah, no, literally, dude. That's and so talking crazy. About like dusting I think they've
1: actually done that too.
0: Now that I think about yeah, it, no, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm being dead serious. You probably yeah. did it. That's yeah. I think they like did that. Whoa. Yeah, isn't that, that wild? It's pretty fucking, fucking
1: nuts. Oh my god,
0: it's pretty fucking wild. And what, but what makes it even more eerie is that they like he like oh let's get all the fucking gifted fingerprints just in case we need to stop a criminal mastermind like how fucking psychopathic we're 11 year olds like what the (laughs) fuck like how? (laughs) Like,
1: what the fuck these people are insane these people are insane I'm gonna burn my shit off (laughs) honestly I might
0: (laughs) hey I I do crimes with my adult sized fingers now oh yeah that's right that's true
1: do they, wait do they like change like that I, I don't know I don't know I really don't know yeah <laughs> I don't know yeah, be safe and sorry just burn these puppies off
0: I actually don't have fingerprints you don't well I, I like I have trouble with any fingerprint detector or anything because I like don't really leave good ones so nice. yeah I'm like I'm, I'm, I have like I think it's because I'm mad sweaty or not sweaty there's like a reason with sweat that like my 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 fingers like don't get the right amount of sweat to like leave good fingerprints. Yeah. So that's pretty it tight. tight. It's like that's like a, it's like a, it's not a superpower. It's like a it's like if you were in like Skyrim. It's like a potion. Yeah, it's like a low. Like, it's like a small it's like a buff. It's like a low level, a little <laughs> yeah. buff. Yeah, <laughs> like minus two fingerprints.
1: Yeah, exactly. Plus fifteen it's stealth. It's
0: difficult. Fucking, you know who should have my fingerprint but doesn't is fucking disney world they take fingerprints like get you in the park yeah. and like every time i've gone to a park like my fingerprint like won't catch and they like can't read it so they just like use a picture instead but yeah. like fucking they everyone who goes to disney has their fingerprint in a database too. god damn so like <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i've
1: been to disney yeah. like five times dude <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> oh, yeah jesus christ man they got he they got us
0: yeah but it's fucking it, and but what's really scary is the face recognition shit and that's what's brilliant about the game truck you have them come in you have like the Kinect set up or like whatever fucking facial shit get the little scan but it, and then the worst part I think about it all is them having the Avengers on the side of it yeah um and I just really like there's a larger conversation be had about how all that Marvel shit's just been so corrupted by by our like fucking imperialist ass police state like yeah. you know it's just like it's so not what it once was it doesn't represent what it once represented nope not
1: after winter soldier dude
0: no <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's such a good movie yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> honestly that, 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 was, just that like... was a really radicalizing
1: movie honestly watching yeah, nick fury do that you know it's just like, yeah. holy shit, Goddamn!
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, it's... That's a fucking... that's That was a doozy. I don't know how let that let got they made.
1: Go? They look that go? They look.
0: Yeah, they really... Because they... Like, they just destroy Washington, D.C. in that movie. Yeah. Like, they just like... Like... Like, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, I really... Uh, to this day, I'm in awe of it. Uh, and then the Department of Defense was like, yeah, never again. Yeah. <laughs> like, and those those movies have been tightly controlled ever since. Yeah, well, what
1: was the other one that they, they did that was like sort of like the action movie, like White House Down or some shit like that? You remember that one? Or White House is oh, Fallen or um, Washington is Fallen or DC? I don't know, something like that.
0: Angel is Well, I like the one Angel is Fallen, which is the third one. Yeah. Which at the end of the movie or towards the middle he goes to find his recluse dad who like lives in the woods because uh-huh. he's on the run from the government Gerard Butler <laughs> and then his dad who's like a Vietnam vet has like all these trenches dug and booby traps and shit and they just like defend his dad's fort to Gerard Butler and I, I'm <laughs> like I'm trying to think of who the actor was who plays his crazy dad but it was like the best possible casting like it rocks like it was like fucking Nick Nolte or somebody yeah. like it was just like the wild it was amazing like it fucking yeah Nick I was Nolte, really high when I watched Nick it Nolte. it definitely was it, it Nick, was Nolte? Nick Nolte hell yes 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 yeah no it was fucking it fucking rocked that movie was the best so yeah oh man that's good US propaganda that I like is. that movie that is um but fucking yeah it's crazy i on july 4th we were bullshitting about what movie would be funniest to watch just as like american propaganda just to laugh at and uh american sniper was my choice i feel like that's the most egregious one that
1: is that shit is so wild if you really think about it yeah where the dude's just like yeah this is what i had to do i had to go out there and kill that kid
0: (laughs) yep no, it's literally got, like, a whole justification for why kids have to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's
1: wild. <laughs> no. And yeah. it's like some people... I, oh. I've heard, I heard somebody at work one time say that that was one of their favorite movies
0: ever. And I was just like, oh, believe Yo, it is a... Because here's the thing. Propaganda is very moving because it tells a, a, a real story with real emotion. It's not drained and hollow like everything else in neoliberal capitalism. Yeah. Like, propaganda is moving. And in a lot of ways... American Sniper is a great movie. It's horrific what it stands for and what the fuck it it tells people. But I also remember walking out of that theater and being like, you know, wow. It was a... Because just like fucking... I mean, people look at fucking Riefenstahl shit and are like, yeah, that's fucking a good movie in spite of it being Nazi propaganda. It's literally because fucking propaganda is fucking moving. like, Because it's talking about something real and and a real narrative and a real human struggle that... that it isn't just like everything else we're subjected to which is like hollow and like not about anything realistic and kind of in this fantasy stuff
1: like that like movies like that are centered towards like the soldier and the and and the fight of the, the actual the oppressor the weapon of the oppressor right and let's talk about yeah. their story and how they have to defend this this fake narrative of what they said within the movie, when in actuality, mm. if, if these movies were to actually be anything worth something, it would tell the story from, you know, the people that are actually fighting back for, the, for, for while
0: they're there, you know? Why, why are the Americans Bro, and ima- imagine, <laughs> imagine how good a movie like that would yeah. be. Like, there's a reason Star Wars is, like, the most successful fucking shit ever, in spite of t- being generally pretty shitty. Yeah and it's because it's so detached from our reality it's in a fucking galaxy far the fuck away a long time ago whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. it's so detached from our reality that they're able to do like a rebel resistance (laughs) that that is enjoyable to watch and because it's not it's so politically detached and especially the disney movies are able to just like completely remove it from like any real economic politics or like imperialist critique and just make it kind of like this good and evil battle that's vague enough that anyone could just say, oh yeah, I'm like a Jedi and my enemies are like the Sith, you know, Mm. but it fucking, it is, it tells, uh, that that's a fucking human, that's the human narrative is struggle, Yeah, and it's so removed from everything else that we're fucking fed on purpose, and you can feel, you can feel that, uh that hollowness, you totally can
1: not for real, but I I think that, like, you know, if we ever get a big bag one day for any what reason, whether we, you know, somehow hit the lottery, I think we should make a movie that actually... I would love that. Yeah. Make a movie that tells the the real fucking story of some shit based off of, you know, uh, the, uh, the struggle of... Like, let's see. Is there any good movies, like, on, like, the... Like, the Africa, when they were colonized and in that region and, like, really saying like what happens there or anything
0: yeah i think so but probably not yeah. um not you know and it sucks that the best i think uh movie like that is like that in as far as in the american mainstream is like the quentin tarantino django unchained yeah. which is a great movie but it's not you know it's obviously quentin tarantino's kind of a <laughs> interesting character you yeah. like i have made that uh that tale it's kind of like where did um, that
1: shit come from I don't know yeah no right um but he said the n-word too many times he was like i gotta we gotta make this one up i'm trying to make up (laughs) for it yeah people watch pulp fiction for the gen z watch pulp fiction for the first time it got on his ass dude
0: yeah no well you know what's funny that is the hardest i think anyone's tried to get the n-word pass and a great movie came out of it yeah
1: it's kind of crazy that they just went over it's to it in his house and he's just like, as the first thing you say." Like, why did you write that in there, bro? Like,
0: <laughs> there's a there's a clip of him in like the '90s on like Arsenio Hall or some shit, bro. And he shows up in like a puma jumpsuit and is like dropping at bobs that left and oh right. Oh my like- god! <laughs> I'm being dead serious, oh, bro. Shit. <laughs> I dead serious. I mean, dead serious. but there there are some good movies like that. Um, there's uh the wind that shook the barley. It's uh, about uh Irish revolutionaries. There's uh the battle for Algiers. Mm. It's about um the Algerian revolutionaries and struggle. Um, and but uh, the battle for Algiers. What's really funny about that is a black and white movie with a pretty low budget, but it's like so fucking it's moving on like this crazy level and it's because it like is about like a real resistance and real struggle um and i'm trying to think there really aren't that many movies that come to mind um there there's great sci-fi about it but similar to star wars it's because it's so removed from it that they're able to kind of get away with real criticisms um i'm sure i've talked about children of men on this before uh but that's like you know, a movie that kind of deals with uh, our current dystopia and representing it. And it came out in 2004, which is really funny. But I've always said, even aside from politics, that we need a movie that actually represents the counterculture of, like, the 2010s, or, like, you know, the SoundCloud era through Atlanta era of, like, hip-hop youth culture and drug culture um, from, like, the psychedelic renaissance with Migos and Future and fucking playboy cardi and uzi like all wearing grateful dead shit and like all the fucking crazy parties like i don't know there was just and, and even just like the dark web and like all the crazy shit that went on that just forever changed the course i mean like they t- there's all these movies about the hippies and shit there's there no one's done justice there's the movie dope with like you remember that movie asap yeah, rocky yeah. as a cameo that, that was
1: kind of a cool and, movie It was kind of a cool movie, but it 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 was was so like almost something to it though that I was like I can't really remember it because it wasn't like all that of a memorable movie. But
0: like I was like eh, I don't know it just didn't hit all the way right. I don't know. No, you're you're spot on. There was something hollow and corporate about it because it just like was a big Hollywood movie, but it did attempt at least to like make a movie about the counterculture this decade so like they had the white kid from workaholics like be like yeah i got molly with bitcoin and like bitcoin's like central to the money plot like they're not like like there's like a drug running plot it's like hard drives it's not like it's not like money bags and like everyone's kind of dressed in cool clothes but like not really it's like a little too out of like pack sun
1: almost like sort of like Tyler the Creators with the main dude kind of dresses like that sort of thing. Yes. Even though Tyler the Creator, I think he dresses well but like I don't know it felt like that old. It was very
0: like late it was actually very late 2000s like SoCal was like the Yeah. 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 And uh, and that's what was so yeah the costumes weren't quite right the music wasn't quite right it was like songs that were maybe A little too popular weren't really the hits or really would have been played at the parties they were played in like you know what i'm saying there's just like there hasn't even been a good movie made about the counterculture i feel like if you do that in conjunction with something that really tackles the protest movement and what this generation went through with covid and with fucking two elections that just were the biggest fuck you to them I, and the and fucking economics and everything just collapsing around them and, like, kind of the hedonism and escapism that came, was birthed out of that. That's a beautiful movie that, like, and that's a story that's just, like, not been fucking told. And I think kind of on purpose because, like, I think they purposefully obscure, like, the struggle song of our generation because if we all knew it, we would all fight and stand together. Everyone has this individualized story of, like, personal failure as opposed to, like, a collective story of kind of what was done to this generation and how he responded to it.
1: Yeah. Well, the only thing really to do is to, to fight back against those things.
0: Yeah, and tell the story, and tell the story, yeah, and tell the story, and, and that's a uh, that's that's always powerful. I think there's always got to be the story keepers, and. I don't think I'm even one of them. I think, but because I, 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 it's too much, it's too much for me. I, but I know that there's someone out there who's immersed in all this shit who, like, has to be documenting at least somewhat of a timeline of it, you know? Uh, cause, cause it's really, it's, it's intense. But me, more media needs to be made about it and, and more of it needs to be spoken, you know? I really, I really believe that. Oh, yeah. 100%. But yeah, Dope also, I think, was a little too early in the decade to really get the decade. I think it came out like in 2015 or 16. Yeah. I think if they had and waited I kind of,
1: to like, I don't know, 2018, I feel like that was a yes, good, yes, Good life point to like start, even start making the film. You know what I mean? It's adjust. Yeah. Because TikTok really wasn't even a thing in 2018, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, and you know what's even funnier? I almost feel like it, it, you would have to wait until now and let the decade play out. Because like, 2020 really was I think the, the the uprising the George Floyd rebellions that was the outbirth. that was the the, the the you know death cry of that radical crazy movement that happened from 2014 to like 2020 yeah. that uh, nationwide and it was it was like the 60s but way more drugs and way more people involved in it I really think it was so much bigger than the hippie movement. But the narrative's not been portrayed that way, you know? Hippies were huge in the media back then, and, and now I kind of feel like the story about what we are... We're like a... There's like the thug boogeyman in the conservative media, but, like, that's really it. The only person who's really made art about the subculture is, like, what, Spring Breakers, Harmony Corin Like, you know, and that's so... It's it's kind of a perverted look at it. It's not even really... doesn't do it justice uh, at all, I don't think. You know, there's not really a look at the subculture, and what what came from it too and I, I think you don't get the subculture of the 2010s until you see what the reckoning was and that was everyone bucking the system and fighting against it in 2020 I really I really believe that as much as it got crushed it was a beautiful thing damn and it's not, and it's not over yet all the people are still alive Like all those people that were changed by the 2010s and kind of the, the one of the last bursts of freedom I kind of think are still kicking and, and, and the reckoning and what we all learned from those experiences and how the world could be you know, it still still is to come. Yeah. But now I think we at least know what direction we're headed in. I think at the time it was just like, it just looked like any, like all the previous generations, teenage hedonism and fun and la la la, and it was kind of almost, even Dope was in this kind of like, you know, 16 candles ass fucking light of like, yeah, teenage fun. But I think a lot of it was so much deeper than that, especially when you see how, I mean, it's it's not just really a youth culture; it really isn't.
1: No, I mean it's not not at all. Yeah, I think I think it envelops and, a uh, lot
0: of us. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, I don't know, but yeah, you're spot on. I I want to see more movies made like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but fucking, it's true. But yeah, no, I, I I think I think you're spot on. There needs to be uh, <coughs> there needs to be something like that, and even the hippie story i'm saying that it was so uh in the media that was also greatly misrepresented too it was in the media but misrepresented like i think the the most popular understanding of what the hippies were kind of comes from forrest gump in the american psyche are you following me on this yeah yeah
1: yeah. no we're like jenny and then like what she jenny Jenny went through yeah
0: who i think is such a bad avatar for what that movement was and what it represented yeah, and her like getting on the bus with the Black Panthers. Yeah, and, like, yeah, that, they, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what
1: I'm saying? Like related to, like white people's like uh, irrational fear insecurities, and, like, insecurities, bro. And yeah, bro. Shit. So like, yeah, I, I, I agree with that statement. That it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. A little weird. It's... <laughs>
0: yeah, and I kind, yeah, no, it's like a, it's like racist, and b, it like, and think about her as a character. She's like this selfish. I'm searching for myself. Fuck everybody else. It's it's this very um. Almost, I'm a four-year-old mad at my hippie daughter. View on what a hippie daughter is, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's like in that, I feel like is the most popular uh, cultural and like representation of that movement. I, I can't really think of one that's more in the American psyche. Um, and I think that's done a lot of damage too. So I also think, in the same way we're talking, there needs to be reckoning and representation of our generation. That hippie generation, who I also feel a lot of you know kinship towards, I also feel like their story hasn't been told really either. Um, I think a lot about how Timothy Leary who was one of the leaders of the psychedelic revolution one of the acid gurus he was broken out of jail by a team that consisted of members of the Weather Underground and the Black Panthers like that's like crazy shit That's just like is not like no one knows that like (laughs) like, like, and it's like a wild it's like a wild like prison heist too I'm pretty sure they like flew a low plane and like he jumped into it like it's like some wild story like it's like fuck it's crazy bro like
1: (laughs) fucking plane oh my god
0: yeah, why? Well, yeah. Why well, can't? Or,
1: or you know what? Yeah, there needs or, to be you know a movie think... about that. Like, we tell stories like that. No, right you know there.
0: what? I actually think the low plane. They filled a the plane up with business cards that each had an acid tab pinned to them and it had instructions on how to take it. And they flew a plane low over the city nearby the prison and dropped it everywhere, like air dropped, like 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 tons of acid, like hundreds of thousands of these fucking uh, business cards, and it was a diversion. And and I, I'm being dead serious. There's like a whole. There's a there's a movie in just that. Like you know. Like yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It fucking. It's like it's wild. And there's a, there's a name for this. I'm gonna do more research. I'll talk about it in the next episode. It's like Operation Some Shit. But like yeah, literally like they did wild shit back then. I mean, it's yeah. just a story that's been like been like erased. Like no one knows this Dude, story. Dudes, rock yeah Dude's rock moment, try- for sure.
1: <laughs> some of the guards are taking it all this commotion is happening there's a guy is tripping in the corner he's like i do want to do this shit dude
0: <laughs> bro literally and you know what's so funny i feel like th- there is an interpretation of hippies in the media that's like if we just gave everyone acid it would be straight man But you know what? Those people were like right. Those guys guys were on the same theory. Like, if everybody just smoked
1: weed once, you would kind of just like, oh, yeah, fuck it. You know? Yeah. No, like, yeah. Everybody needs a blunt and somebody to talk to at least one time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I'm telling you, bro. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, I just. It's, uh. Yeah, man it fucking spot on this is a good episode i enjoyed recording this one yeah man
1: well yeah inside agitator episode 53
0: yeah we'll be we'll be back at you next week i think the release schedule we did between like last episode and this one we're gonna try to tighten that gap a little bit we're gonna try to do once a week um we'll be coming at you we'll be coming at you more and i might do some more emergency dispatches actually um yeah now that some shit's popping off again i just even for myself i feel like i'm getting out of the loop like because i'll read a headline and i'll be like oh that's horrible and then i'll just continue about my shit and it's like there's some shit like especially with the extremist stuff that happened last week i almost wish when it happened i just sat down and did like a 30 minute app i guess part of me is glad because then facebook did the same thing three days later and then i got to talk about that but you know what i'm saying like, i kind of feel like i want to do these small like you know, alright, let me check in and be like, this is a fucked up thing that happened, yeah. here's a news event. Just quick blips about, like, you know, a specific thing that happened, you know. And then, obviously, continue to put out these these longer apps where we kind of shoot the shit for an hour. Because people really like those. Yeah. Where are we at right now? Alright, cool. Yeah, we, we're actually a little over, I love that. Alright, good shit. Alright, everybody, I think that's gonna be it. I think we're gonna wrap up. Um, if you guys want us to talk about anything specific or like I said answer any questions and stuff you could send it to us and you know if, if there's shit you need stuff like I've been replying to people and sending them more info but if there's specifically stuff you want us to address like we actually had a, a we had a listener reach out to us and ask if we've done an episode criticizing J. Cole entirely yet um, <laughs> yeah, and I oh said oh my god we need to and I said we haven't yet but if you want us to we will so I think we have to do that and yeah, we'll, we'll definitely take some requests like that. Like, if you yeah. want us to trash someone in particular, we need, like, we could totally... But I, that's all right. We, how have we not done a J. Cole yeah. episode? Or, or, like,
1: reference P. Diddy at all. Like, P. Diddy been wilding recently with the fucking shit. I woke up with 10 cockroaches on my face one time. No, he said
0: 15, bro. He said 15. He said, there's not even enough real estate on that man's tiny-ass face. Yeah. That's why he said 15. I woke up with 15 bro.
1: cockroaches, and so today I decided to... eat this mango shirtless in my hundred of the million dollar house and and tell you guys that you gotta work hard to get this shit too you
0: fucking all right to put my pizza to put my pizza gate hat on for a second is it not weird to you that like diddy and rick ross and like all these rappers whenever they do these like videos they always when they're flexing they always oddly make this joke about like eating fruit like yeah, I got I got I've been eating mangoes and that's why I'm out here eating mangoes because of the days I didn't have I'm eating mangoes. And then Rick Rossery's like I'm eating pears. Remember yeah, eating pears? pears. I've been pears. eating pears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what what what, do the, what does the fruit symbolize? <laughs> <laughs> that's so
1: funny because remember when dj collard was on his like health kicking and shit and then he would just post i followed him on like his i subscribed to his snapchat stories and he would just post in just fucking like this this wide fruit array trays every day and you would just be like that makes sense that holds up <laughs> that theory holds up
0: so someone more conspiratorial, let me look into this, come up with a pitch for what the fruit represents. Indeed, I think much. it's just an, idiot. I think it is literally just that Rick Ross was naturally funny that one time. Yeah. And did he's trying to like copy that joke. Cause he sucks. and has never been original in his life. Um, yeah. but fucking-
1: <laughs> he steals from everybody in every single regard.
0: Literally. Yeah. So that's probably the explanation, but yeah, but yeah, that whole artist, video is fucking weird.
1: Do you fucking douchebag. How about that? Uh,
0: but why lie about that? Like, yeah. It's such a fucking wild lie. It's such a wild lie. Anyway. Alright, that'll do it. Right. Peace out, guys. <laughs> see, we love you. See
1: you guys.